The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Uh, Welcome to Tuesday, everybody. Primary day across the nation. We had, of course, early primaries here in Tennessee. The rest of the nation going to the polls today. Some of the contested uh, interesting spots. Our boy, Madison Cawthorn, really good for podcasts and talk radio and talk TV and social media out of North Carolina. Kent Schrader out of Oregon. Mike Simpson, Idaho. All Republican incumbents who probably will not be back because they have challengers who are somehow, somehow being more cohesive and cogent than old Madison Cawthorn with his wild, uh, strange, bizarre life and comments. Why are our primaries early? It's something we opted for a long time ago. Um, well, you know, the Super Tuesday thing that we do here in the South was an effort to, to make people get up off the couch and go out because their vote would mean more if they didn't see a massive landslide victory or defeat coming their way after we, you know, watched everybody else go first. Mm-hmm. You know, why does, why does Fort Nix or Dix or whatever it is you know, uh, you know the Dicks holler up in New Hampshire. Why do they always want to be first with their whopping six voters every year? I <laughs> yeah, don't know. What, what does it benefit you to vote first? Some sort of bragging point. Um, I like to follow the trends. I vote last second as the calendar is being made, and I go, go, that guy's winning. Quality Tire Pros, thank you so much for being our presenting sponsor. Thanks to all of our sponsors and to all of you listeners and viewers out there, whichever way you're doing it today. It's just as long as you're doing it, we're cool. Uh, a couple of things worth throwing out there before we really get started in the upfront wrap-up news and sports and all the rest of that stuff. I uh, did put a call in. I'm sure you guys probably saw some of the coverage. We mentioned it last week. Uh, there were a group of local police officers and a couple of businessmen that went to Ukraine and volunteered their time helping out over there as just a, a mission, essentially. And one of them turned out to be Brad Cobb, uh, a friend of mine and to this community, of course, Village Volkswagen, uh, tied to Volkswagen, and uh, a, a tremendous, you know, successful business person here. And I talked to him, and he's probably going to be in one day this week. I hope so. Hope to make that happen. It was interesting to see their their comments when they got back. As you might well imagine, they said, video pictures do not do it justice. The total destruction of some of the places are just, just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, we'll talk about the loss of momentum which seems to be the case on the side of the Russians here in a little bit. Um, congratulations to the uh, uh, Mox softball. I don't yeah. guess you don't you don't say Lady Mox anymore, do you? You just say Mox softball. I don't know. No, you don't. The basketball team doesn't do that. Yeah. Well, I. I, I so at any rate, they they won the SoCon again. They're they ladies. Yeah. They're women. Yeah. yeah they, they, they said, For now. <laughs> they, what? they identify as softball players. I know that for, for a fact. Now. And uh, they now get a fourth, uh, number four seed uh, behind Bama, uh, Stanford, and I believe Murray State uh, down in Tuscaloosa for the big NCAA championship. Good for them. You know what? Uh, that pitcher, that that uh, that blonde pitcher that is so good for them, I will not be able to come up with her name on the tip of my tongue right now. You talk about uh, – is there – is Brian, you might know this. Maybe you don't. Is there a professional – Softball league is there actually pro softball? Do they have a place to go after college? I'm sure somebody pays women to play for softball, like a traveling but, team or an exhibition team or something like not that. Not anything that's on any real. You radar. talk about camera friendly, oh, uh, and yeah. she's she threw a perfect game. Can you imagine throwing a perfect game in softball? 
Yeah, there is. That's amazing. National Professional Softball League, also called the National Pro Fast Pitch. Well, there you have it. I I, I didn't know. Rebecca asked me, and I said, I don't know. I, I have a feeling. Well, there's a pro everything. Yeah, I was going to say. There's a I mean, pro croquet surfer, league. Yeah, surfer you know, yeah, and, and climbers. If you can get somebody to sponsor you, you're a pro. If they're, uh, you're, they're yeah. paying you to do what you do, you're a pro. Right? I was going to say, there's people who play Halo professionally. I'm sure they can play softball professionally. Uh, it's going to be real hot this week. There's no getting around it. Summer is upon us now. Come the weekend, it's uh, looking like it's dry. 90s. Bro, it's 90 today. Freaking stupid. Yeah. It's and, 90 uh, today? As yeah, people yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, we're looking at 94, uh, I think, uh, by the time Thursday rolls around. Screw that. Um, went a little bit brain dead this weekend. For those of you who did get up, I didn't realize this. I mentioned the Strawberry Festival up in Dayton. That was the 75th anniversary. God, that thing's been around forever. Yep. And uh, I, <laughs> I saw some of the... TV coverage, of course, and they just fall all over themselves to do, you know, stories on things like the Strawberry Festival. I don't know that they spend any money, but, I mean, it's, it yeah. makes for a good story. And there was this walking cliche thesaurus in one of the concessionaire <laughs> stands, and they were selling funnel cakes for Jesus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, nothing, nothing says the Son of God like like fried dough. He did like a uh, funnel cake. <laughs> that was his favorite. A lot of people don't know this. It really wasn't the, the typical bread, uh, the, the unleavened bread that right. he broke at the right. Last Supper. It was a funnel, <laughs> funnel cake. cake. Yeah. And the fish and loaves. deep fry it It was back kippers then. and funnel cake. Watching a lot of people. I mean, I didn't say it. He did. This, funnel cakes for Jesus. So this morning I was heading into a, to my other work, and it was before before the sun had come up it was about 530 I was on the road and I look to my left and I see oh that's the uh, Fox uh, Chattanooga vehicle and uh, I'm driving by and I look and I'm like oh they got a camera crew set up they're filming nothing he's just standing there in this abandoned parking lot and I see him with his microphone and he's just standing there in this empty parking lot and there's like you know gang members watching him nothing's and happening did now did you slap a sticker on two his weeks from on his, now on this is going bumper? to be it was still there thriving metropolis it was still there it was still there <laughs> and there's people like taking his hubcaps off and stuff <laughs> Um, Iron Man coming up this weekend. That kind of snuck up on us. Oh well, you took that out of my. Well, no, you you can you can Whatever. still talk about it. I also, I mean, I, that's I, what I was going to say. Is it just me, or is there? I mean, maybe there's no need. It appears that there's no need. Riverbend, you know, right around the corner. I mean, we're looking. I mean, the weekend after Memorial Day, it's upon us. Usually they're running spots and promoting, but I know that they went to the second tier pricing already. Yeah. So I guess it's not necessary. I guess they've gotten into that festival spot now, limited, you know, the number of tickets, shrunk it up, shrunk up the time, and it's it's going to be an easy sellout. But I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen a little bit more pump on the festival, you know, making a comeback, and, and usually hear a little bit more about the Ironman uh, being this close. Yeah. Uh, just throwing that out there. Oh, also... This weekend, I, I'm going to say this. Well, I went completely brain dead other than going out to eat with a, a couple of friends of ours on Saturday night. I didn't leave the house, really, other than just to you know walk the dogs and kick around. And most of my community up there, the hang glider pilots, were all on their way. It made me feel bad, actually. They kind of they kind of you know shamed me. But I said, hey, we, you know, we had this dinner date. It's already set up. Sorry. But they all went down to the pro-choice march. Uh, huge. I mean, had signs and whirly gigs and things to attract attention to themselves. And and uh, I was with him in spirit. I said, "Go fight the damn man, damn the man." You know. Yeah. To, and it looks like it was a very well attended rally. Started sure. at Miller Park or Miller Plaza one and made its way over to City Hall. And no incidents, no fireworks, no. You know, I'm <laughs> sure there were some confrontations here and there, but across the country, you saw that happening. Hither and yon. We'll talk more about that Supreme Court uh, decision a little bit. Not. We're not going to get into abortion per se. 
I think Clarence Thomas actually had a very wise thing to say. I'll share with you in just a little bit. All right, let's go ahead and get things officially started here with news and sports and Russell Stroud. Oh, I need to comment. We didn't have a show yesterday because of technical difficulties. We did a great show yeah. for Monday and had Tom, Tom Benson, Benson in here. here. Yeah, and we were talking about the folk art uh, auction they have, all the folk art in the aquarium it's a good show. That's, uh, that's coming up for auction uh, day after tomorrow. We had the interview with Zelensky. It was and, really good. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we had President <laughs> Biden on the hotline for a little bit, and uh, and Mitch McConnell over in Ukraine called in. And and we just had a, the, the video and the audio didn't match up, and it was totally just... Oh, just, just Jeff, there's, there, there's bombs here, Jeff. A mess. So, sorry about that. We've never had that issue before, and hopefully we won't have it again anytime soon. All right, Russell's got headlines for you. Russell, the love muscle. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, A woman was rescued from the Glen Falls trailhead after she suffered a medical emergency. The fire fire department responded to the 911 call and sent out a crew with an ATV and a stretcher. She was loaded up and taken to the road where an ambulance was waiting. The woman and her husband were visiting from Rockmart, Georgia. So that's a fun way to end your little trip. A woman was shot after an argument on East 48th Street. When the police arrived on scene, they found that the victim had already arrived at the hospital. She told the police in an interview that she and another woman had gotten into some kind of argument. The other woman then produced a gun and shot her. The police are asking for information. If you saw what happened, you're asked to call 698-2525. The victim is expected to be okay. Three people are left without a home after a building went up in smoke at the base of Signal Mountain. The Chattanooga Fire Department was dispatched to the scene on Glendale Drive on Sunday night. The Chattanooga Fire Department says the building was engulfed in flames when they arrived. Two people were treated for smoke inhalation and are expected to be all right. The American Red Cross has stepped in to help. Again, the house determined to be a total loss. And now from the auxiliary studio, it's Dave Hooker. Boy, it's really hard not to like Grant Williams, Dave Hooker, off the hook sports. Grant Williams, game seven on Sunday, going a couple of days back, was able to help the Celtics to an easy win over the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo, who is not a champion any longer. They won the championship last year, but that's over because the Celtics, with a group of guys that are all about 6'7", 6'8", kind of good, but not really great, have managed to make it into the East Coast Finals. What's super cool about that is that Grant Williams, a former Tennessee ball, actually led the Celtics in scoring for the first time in his career to help the Celtics get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's really amazing. There were times watching Grant Williams at Tennessee, I wasn't sure that he was the fourth best player on Tennessee's team. Now he's, at the very least, the fourth best player on a Celtics team that really might win a championship. It's like he doesn't do anything incredibly well, but he continues to work on the things that he knows that he needs to improve upon. One was shooting. He came into the league, he couldn't shoot. He needed to hit the open shot. He does that now. He's not a deadly marksman, but he's a guy that you have to account for. He can handle the ball, and he can play great defense. He's the type of player that every single team could use, and I never saw it coming. Wow, Grant Grant Williams, Dave Hooker, off the sports. We'll get to the obvious story of the day and the week. For now, in just a little bit, maybe some unfortunate wording there, uh, shooting and marksman uh, at three mass shootings this weekend. 
insanity. Um, Jeff Styles, my name, Jen Lambert here on this side of me and Russell Strider on this side of me and Brian Stone over there pushing the buttons and twisting the knobs and being there. I'm going to start off actually by saying thank you to CADIS, Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services, 57 years providing medical detox and inpatient residential treatment. The outpatient care they have is absolutely remarkable. Regardless of your ability to pay, they want to help you. Check out their website, Cadis. Just do a Google's it up on the interwebs, and you'll be able to find all the good stuff you need to know about them. Um, I'm going to give, before we get into the darkness, I'm going to give uh, Brian credit. He was the first one I actually heard use this phrase, Governor, sign any bill, Lee. Um, <laughs> and it, it turns out it's not 100% true, but it's pretty darn close. The Times Free Press, Monday edition, had a breakdown on all of our governors since I have been in the state of Tennessee. Uh, Alexander, McCorder, Sunquist, Bredesen, Haslam, and how many vetoes they had actually used as governor and how many times their vetoes were overridden. Now, the, the grand winner was Lamar Alexander, vetoed 60 bills, had 14 overridden. Not a bad record wow. for a governor. So far, Bill Lee has not vetoed one bill, and he's been in office since 2018, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right, yeah. So that's quite a stretch of time to have never, and when he is often publicly critical of the bills, Mm -hmm. he just doesn't sign them. He just lets them become law, even though he publicly disagrees with them. Is this pure spineless cowardice? Yes. I'll answer that question for you. It's not rhetorical. Either that or he knows there's no point in vetoing because it would just get reversed anyway. He doesn't want to make waves inside the little Republican GOP state legislature kiddie pool. He doesn't okay. want the waves splashing back on him. It's just as easy as, as pie. Um, I mean, he he had grave misgivings about that, you know, Truth and Sentencing Act and just lets it become well, law. If, if he doesn't sign it and something were to go wrong with it, whatever that might be, he sure. can say, well, I didn't sign yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly correct. And uh, speaking of voting, by the way, I thought this was interesting, too, just a little side note here. Uh, The number of write-in absentee ballots in Georgia, and I think you can put two and two together here. In 2020, there were over a million casting ballots in the state of Georgia by mail. For this election, so far, we're only looking at about 85,000. So we had all that debate about, you know, we knew, of course, the pandemic was going on. People were in lockdown. This is what they had to do, da-da-da-da. But it was also said again and again and again in states that had done the mail-ins before, including the red, red, red states of Arizona and others, you know, that for so long, this is what they preferred to do. So people just wanted the convenience of being able to vote from home. And apparently they don't. No, Apparently, they, there's more, more of them like me who actually like to go out and vote on Election Day. Uh, so just just something I thought was semi-worthy of note there. All right. The big story, of course, uh, we had the shooting in South California at the church, one dead, five injured there. We had the one in Dallas, Texas. You know, when you hear the mayor of Dallas saying there's no place for hatred in our town, I'm like going, really? Do you remember 1963? Uh, you remember the race riots? Yeah, there's there's a place for hatred in every town. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a place for hatred everywhere. You know, and, and but then of course the 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 one that just stunned everybody, and one of the most and and let me say this again, it, it's not it's not a southern town. I've said Boston is without a doubt the most, as far as I'm concerned, probably the most segregated and racially insensitive large city in the country. But Buffalo is not far. Buffalo, New York, is not as big as you might think it is. But it is remarkably racially segregated. There are white this and black that, and and neighborhoods have clear, bright, shining lines between them. 
And that's one of the reasons that this 18-year-old extremist goofball who apparently got radicalized during the pandemic lockdown yeah. already was unstable. He had oh, been he was a nut, yeah. He had been picked up, you know, once or twice before, actually taken from school after making threats, and they did a mental assessment evaluation, said he wasn't harmful. 18 years old, Peyton Gendron takes three weapons, uses one of them, an AR-15 with a, you know, 30-shot clip. He had several clips that are illegal and been illegal in the state of New York since 2013, and killed 10 wounded Three others, almost all of them black. I think all of the shooting victims were black except for two. I think the rifle... They may have just gotten stuck in the middle. I don't know. I may be thinking of California, but I think the rifle itself is also illegal in New York. The Well, and the rifle was a manifesto in and of itself. He yeah. had the N-word had written a, all yeah. over it, and here's your reparations and right. racist slurs. I mean, uh, written on the rifle, he, he clearly... I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually gratified to see the media not beating around the bush and using the term alleged or right. so-called. Yeah. And they're just saying this racist, you know, un- unhinged killer. When I was speaking, now he did enter an, an initial plea of Didn't not guilty. did he have an 80-page or 180-page manifesto? Page yeah, I've that read he posted about, on Thursday. I've read about 20 or so pages of it so far. It's um, rambling and... Sick. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, sick. Yeah, it's sick, but it's sick in, in sort of a kind of a pathetic way because it's just like weird it's like this guy's a loser dude uh the writing on the ar by the way is is reminiscent it, obviously a callback to the shooter in new zealand who did exactly the same he thing. he was obsessed with that that with that yeah. shooting of all yeah. the shootings that was the one he obsessed over was the one in new zealand and uh i mean it's just it's unbelievable and there was every red flag flying that you could possibly come up with including the posting of the manifesto he did and this is this is the new thing coming, y'all. When people do this, they're clearly wanting it to bring attention to themselves. Right. You could weigh down on the list is bringing attention to their actual cause. It's really all about just a sickness. You talk about a void inside them that they can't fill. It's the typical helter-skelter nonsense. He wanted yeah. to start a race war, and I guess he thought killing 10 people who are just going about their business is somehow going to start a race yeah, war. Yeah, in a grocery store. Yeah. Including, we should never, ever say his name again. Including an that's armed what he wants. security guard who was black, who engaged him and shot him several Mm -hmm. times, but the guy was wearing tactical, you know, body armor and a a small sidearm against an AR-15 is going to lose every time, body armor or not. Uh, But he he died in in trying to defend the store. The guy actually tried, uh, I think he was probably faking it. He didn't really want to go through with it. He threatened to commit suicide, which might have taken, you know, all of us out of our misery from continuing on and dealing with this story, but he didn't. Um, well, the trial and then, will then, then, then declares himself not guilty. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but he live streamed it on Twitch. Yeah, he did. It, yeah. Was, it was up for about thirty minutes. Twitch, which is mostly for gamers, as I understand it, mm-hmm. a social media site that's mostly for gamers. It's expanding a bit, but yeah, mostly gaming. What is the one thing that this current generation, his generation, have in common? And really, the generation before that, Brian, yours and yours, is, is first-person shooter games. And oh, yeah. we, we see it all the time. So a gaming site, it doesn't surprise you that that's where you went. They took it down, but it had already been saved, and it's, it's circulating everywhere it's, now. It's also, like, the most popular streaming service ever, so it's not really a surprise yeah. there. And, you know, funny is not the right word, but interestingly yeah. enough, it looks like, you know, when you're streaming it, it looks like a video game, right? You know, because it was from a first-person perspective, so that's why probably why they didn't flag it immediately because it looked like a game. Um, that was where Zach Congressman, Zach Wamp, and I actually started finding middle ground was on that issue, first-person shooter games. We just, neither one of us were fans, 
and both of us were trying to keep our kids away from them, but it was a it was a vain attempt. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a connoisseur of the shooter, but um, the other interesting thing is the the absolute nonsense from the I'm going to say New York uh, Governor K- uh, Katie Hochul Hochul. She said Twitch is complacent, yeah. which is utter nonsense. It makes no sense. She said Twitch is an accomplice in the shooting. Well, she's, no, it's not. She's in shock too. Yeah, I mean, the, but one that's of the major cities in her state just decimated. And they're in. They're yeah. all in shock. How old there. is she? She's. Uh, oh, you you would recognize her your immediately. Your guys' age, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She so she's all, she's our age. Yes, and she's, <laughs> she's so she doesn't she's, really know. She is more. She she's mortified about what are you supposed to do about social media. We'll get more into that in a little bit right. again. Uh, President Biden did address it during a memorial uh, day. It's not Memorial Day. That's coming up, but of course, a, a, a memorial day for peace officers across the nation and used it as a bully pulpit to say, you know, that the, the guy was hateful and mean and spiteful and full of blah, blah, vitriol. And he's actually going to be in Buffalo today to go to the scene and I'm sure spread the message of, of gun control, sensible gun control, logical in this country. And yeah, my, my you know, roots and the Second Amendment remain there, but it's definitely, I'm beginning to waver. And it, it I guess it may have started all the way back at Virginia Tech and just the amount of damage that one unhinged person could do is just off the chart. It's I, I don't know what you're supposed to do about it. Any, I think we any, should be attacking the root of why they're unhinged. Yeah, I, I think we should, but at the same time, I mean, any sane adult in this country that wants a firearm has one now, and probably has multiple. And I just I, I don't think there's any there's any way to, to say that this is not true. There are just too many guns getting into the hands of too many people that don't that don't need to have them. Yeah, gee, I and wonder why. Clearly, clearly <laughs> the case. Um, the 60 Minutes, I know that's fallen out of favor with a lot of people. No, I, I still like find it. it to be a, you know, a very, very entertaining news program. And last night they did a great two-segment story on this guy uh, buying the farm that was actually a plantation where his ancestors were to slaves. Interesting story. But the other one was about um, Bellingcat, the website mm-hmm. Bellingcat. Now, I knew this would be in your wheelhouse. And what they have done, and this one guy in particular that was being interviewed, this the, the, the chief honcho, they use social media from all over the world to make this Russian invasion of Ukraine the most viewed, watched, and witnessed war in history. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they use this these crunching techniques and logarithms to essentially come up with video evidence of war crimes in real time as they're being committed. They cannot be denied. Unless you believe, and we've already got some of the folks on the extreme right saying that the situation in Buffalo is a red, is a false flag. A false, <laughs> okay. how, how do you, how do you how do you do that? How do you pull off a fake shooting with ten dead people lying there and others wo- wounded and screaming? How do you fake that? It's it's not even worth addressing. It's just lunatic. It's absolutely insane. And the idea that this war is somehow some false flag in the eyes of many people, which I've heard literally, it's you know. Putin's doing the right thing. He's looking out for his country. He's he's taking a strong stance. He's going after Nazis and fascists and whatever else they're doing, everything like that. And this this guy's got, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of videos of war crimes being committed. We talked last week about the two guys that got shot in the back as they left the car dealership. Yep. War crimes, uh, pure and simple. And now we're hearing from people inside his own circle, people inside his his actual chief of staffs and I don't know what they're called over there you know his cabinet um, defense ministers generals even the 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 the, the state-run television and and pro-russian bloggers 
are beginning to question the Russian effort and Putin's health. Now the hot rumor, Mm -hmm. and we seem to be signing up to believe it as a country, is that he has some form of blood cancer. Right. And that's always, that's as as amorphous as anything I can come up with. Is sickle cell anemia blood cancer? What is blood cancer? Usually we have a name to go along with a type of cancer. I don't know. I've never heard of, I mean, I've heard of blood cancer, but I, I don't know what it is exactly. His mistress has become pregnant again and apparently he has gone apoplectic about that as well Hmm. at this point in his life he didn't need another little headache running around i reckon uh but i mean we said we didn't want to back him in a corner how do you stop him how Um, do you stop him if you don't and especially if he's terminal he wants to go out in some sort of glorious you know wave of nationalism i guess if that's the case and there's nothing to be done to stop him you you can't really well finland uh is going to join nato they've declared it so sweden says they're following suit did see a special report over the weekend too about the network of tunnels that finland has and we're not talking about subways we're talking about tunnels that were designed to hide 900,000 people mm-hmm. from nuclear weapons not buster you know, bunker busters, but nuclear weapons, they're designed to take a direct hit and survive. And most of them have actually been turned into dual purpose. They've got skating rinks and things like that under yep. there, and people just go there on a regular basis. Yeah, everyone but knows where they are. They, they're as prepared as a country could possibly be. Well, they've been invaded the, by Russia before, so they know <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah. Uh, the U.K. bravely jumped out there on the thin limb by themselves, because we haven't said this yet. But, you know, when Putin continues to threaten, you know, the use of a tactical nuclear weapon or some kind of secret weapon of mass destruction, UK said, do it and we will reduce Moscow to radioactive splinters. (laughs) Don't do it. You will be horrified at the result if you pull the trigger. So I'm not sure if that's wise or unwise. We have not said anything even close to that. You know, we continue to walk that strange gray line of, of trying to use diplomatic, you know, speak and and give them gentle warnings and talk about sanctions mm-hmm. uh boris johnson and folks in the uk said we will annihilate you with retaliation i think there's something to be said for the wussification of america in yeah. that we're too friendly uh and we're too dependent on b- diplomacy i think we should take the teddy roosevelt approach and just say we'll kill you if you do it though mitch mcconnell and a group of uh, senators made their trip to ukraine for a show of solidarity that's you know a, a good thing i guess i guess uh, I don't know. It, it's a very small but you know hard to ignore group of hardliners that actually are not with the vast majority of americans in supporting ukraine on this uh, scenario you're right john yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking up types of blood cancer. Oh, okay. No, yeah, well, <laughs> Leukemia is one of them. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Lymphoma. That's almost always and, a younger person. And myeloma. Reminds me of the the Curb Your Enthusiasm one. I ca- you were yeah, you were yeah. looking at my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't read it. The, the, oh, t- okay. the, 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 the yeah. It's, Remember the the, the text is too small. Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he's like, "Well, it's non-Hodgkin, so it's the not as bad." <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, who gets Hodgkin's? Yeah. I've never heard anybody. I've never heard of anyone getting yeah, Hodgkin's. Yeah, Hodgkin got the wrong thing named. <laughs> My cousin died of Hodgkin's. I'm sorry. Well, um, a long time ago. Now. Thanks, man. Makes me feel bad. Yeah. Uh, Heritage mm-hmm. Park you conducts should. natural <laughs> wetland grasses replanting program. Fifteen species going in out there. And you know what we thought about that. right now? Walmart's in the middle of a greenwashing campaign that's absolutely amazing. A what? May, a greenwashing. They're they're looking like the leading cutting edge environmental organization out there. I've Walmart. Never heard of that before. I mean, you never greenwash. 
brainwashing? No, never. Oh, that's when a company that basically rips up and, and tortures and rapes the land comes off. Of, but we have a recycling program. <laughs> so you know, so we, like we've the, got we've got two solar panels on our sure. nineteen hundred and thirty gajillion square foot facility. Yeah, down that's here. what I'm talking about. Before <laughs> where well, they're that like, makes it all better. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, oh, we bought these carbon tax credits though, so it's all right. But I mean, that's they literally their footprint for one store lays more concrete or more grass. And you know the natural soak-up sponges that the, the Earth gave us for stormwater rainoff than you can possibly imagine. So good for the folks in the city of Chattanooga for doing that out at Heritage Park because they had a lot of problem with flooding out there. And just actually replanting natural grasses that are meant to be there does help. Uh, you mentioned the woman up and off Ox Highway. Yeah, I, I know. Was, I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all saw that if you saw my text. I, yeah, one of the local anchors on the weekend said. And she had a seizure off OCHS Highway, <laughs> and just as plain as day. And and I, I'm thinking maybe somebody actually spelled it out in uppercase letters, hoping that she would get it right because most people say Oaks when they're oh, new to town. She's not that. new. And and this is the same station that says we live here. This is our community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come up to OCHS Highway yeah. and take a, a walk with us. A professional we, copywriter would have exactly. spelled it out phonetically. Oh yeah. my gosh, Ox just O X. Possibly, Ox possibly yes. the most pivotal person in this city's history, Adolf S. Ox. Yeah, <laughs> I with his named after him. Okay, uh, very good. The baby formula crisis. One person in charge says it's going to last to the end of the year. Get used to it. And then the guy that actually was running the Abbott plant that got shut down says, yeah. we'll be back up again in two weeks. And, uh, okay. Pete Buttigieg on uh, Meet the Press or, you know, one of them talking yeah. head shows, he says, uh, well, we expect that it'll be back up and running by uh, probably next week. Yeah, it was face the nation. I, I yeah, saw that. That's what he said. And, and actually, next the week. thing is, there, there, this I hate to use the term, but it is a supply chain issue. I know everybody's getting tired of hearing that, but there's enough formula out there. It's just not in the right places. The right, right. formula is not in the right places. Right. Three companies own 80% of the supply. Who really ever put that on an essential product list? You didn't think about that. Unless you're using it at the time, you don't think about it. There I, is I another think way. That. There is another way. It's called breastfeeding. Well, well some women no, can't do it. Some no. babies don't like no, it. No, but there's... there. Have you ever heard of a wet nurse? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, there but are mothers who are lactating America? currently. In America, there's not mm -hmm. many wet nurses. That's there our are culture. mothers who are currently lactating because they've just had a baby yeah. or whatever, and they are donating their breast milk, Good. which is getting pasteurized. The and, banks, and breast milk banks yeah. are, are under assault banks. right now. Right. I mean, I understand that. But I mean, yeah, the actual wet nurse of your doesn't exist in our culture here here's another woman whose boob you can suck right. uh, that's just not inbred into our culture as as americans <laughs> you know especially if you start getting into rural areas and you've got well here's the wet nurse you know uh look yeah. lakita from juarez and they're gonna go no i'm well, not here's going the there. meth addict yeah exactly i mean <laughs> where's you know, your kid man <laughs> <laughs> i need a fix get out of my head man um Where's your kid, man? I, this, this is not funny. It's horrifying for people it in is, this situation. It is. It's terrible. I'm so glad I, I'm not. I, me too. That's probably the reason Good Putin's grief. worried. He sees it coming. Uh, all right. Uh, in Athens, Tennessee, had a big power outage caused by a crow. Did you see that? 
It wasn't a squirrel that knocked out the entire northeastern power grid a few years ago. One squirrel. Yeah, it was. The and crow now was like, we're, we're I talking know a better way to hook this protecting up. Protecting our power grid. They said a big fat crow landed on it, got fried, and knocked out the power to Athens. Oh. They got it back up and running within a few hours. It was Crows Brandon, are very smart. It was Brandon surprised. Lee, the crow. It's a much larger crow. Uh, speaking of candidates, I'm almost wrapped up here in the upfront wrap up. Uh, Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, senatorial candidate, is still running despite the fact that he had a stroke. Uh, from his hospital bed, he said, I'm okay. Uh, no cognitive problems. He said, I'm fine. The uh, Ukrainian <laughs> army has actually pushed the Russians back all the way to the border. And we're picking up now completely unguarded, unencrypted, just non-secret chatter from the Russian army that they are just dying on the vine. Uh, yep. our, our best minds on this topic says about 20% of the standing Russian army in Ukraine right now are actually being resupplied to a degree that they can be functional. Mm -hmm. 80% of them are foundering. So, I mean, the fact that Kharkiv, they blew out of Kharkiv and pushed them all the way back to the border, I'd say that saying the Russian army has lost its momentum is true. They lost 400 people at the bridge that we talked about last week, at that one bridge crossing, 400 soldiers. They lost $184 million in jet fighters, two downings, you know, that's... That starts that starts racking up. It does, and they can't and hide that from their people forever. No, and the the Russian losses are are at this point insustainable. Uh, and also, of course, at the same time, they can't manufacture new armor because the the supply chain is messed up. So they don't have the materials they need for it. Uh, they've been trying to get the electronics that they need from China, but so far the Chinese have been sort of slowed on the turnover for that. Okay, and uh, the last couple of things, real fast here. It looks like uh, folks on Social Security or disability in this country, about 70 million people are going to get a really decent bump, a COLA, cost of living uh, adjustment increase, about 9%, close to 9% next year. And they say the average retiree is getting a check each month, I'm sure this is just a total overall average across the country, of $1,657 a month, and that bump would give them an extra $143 a month. So you're looking at a power bill, uh, you know, groceries for a week. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's so, great. I'll take uh, it. The folks who are who are on it, it looks like they're getting a raise when I don't know anybody else who's getting one right now. I'm on a fixed income. Thank you, man. And oh, that, I'm one more. Chicago, no more access to the bean for the young people. Why? 18 and under, they had a shooting, another shooting up there in the park. Oh, well, so the public park that includes the bean, and you've seen it, the big stainless steel oddity that yeah. sits there and is probably the most touched and contagious thing on the planet. It was ground um, zero for the coronavirus yeah, and it, it is now completely off limits to anybody below the age of 18 at sunset. I uh, haven't seen anything like in a major Amer- American city since, you know, the, the, the breakout to BLM marches in 2020. So That's, if I'm 19, I can, you can go, go. Yeah, you and can I'll go. shoot someone. You can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. Is, okay, it's Chicago. All right. Everybody's got one, an opinion. I want yours on, on this one. I, how, how, do, how do we do this? How do we approach the spread of not just misinformation and disinformation, but just outright hatred, deep gut-level hatred on social media? You don't. When it's free speech. Next subject. Free speech versus, you know, what can happen. You can't say that the, the, the unfettered freedom of speech is a victimless activity well, it's when not. things like this happen with this 18 year old guy who they said may have been unhinged to begin with but then got pulled into a darker hole 
by things like the replacement theory. We got people out there who actually have high positions and hold office who believe in the replacement theory, that there is some sort of Illuminati, some star chamber out there that are trying to replace white males in this country with non-white LGBTQ uh, non-binary types and they believe this is actually a plot and there not just society there aren't that plotting many of them. along. <laughs> or their voters believe that, so they let you think That's that they exactly believe that. That's exactly it. I mean, so, wait, we're going to replace, we're gonna replace 60, 70% yeah. of the population with less than 1% wait, wait, of the exactly. population. With, with literally, I mean, low single digits at the, at the most. Yeah. And keep in mind that every single gay person out there, A, they're not pedophiles, B, they're, they don't buy into the LGBTQ movement. They just want to be left alone. They're say, actually con- conservative gays out there. They're Republican gays yeah, out there. I was going to say, there's a lot of Republican gay people out there because uh, a lot of, they're just gay. It's not like yeah. their whole identity. They're just gay. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> Come I, on. I, 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 if you've got this, this level of radicalization happening, and I'm just going to just kind of just almost slide into the to the Doug category here just in just a second. But well, can I address that real quick? Yeah, then? I mean, I mean, this this is what the governor of New York is saying. There has to be more monitoring. There has to be a, a quicker reaction time on the part of the social media platforms. But I, I like you said, Brian. I don't see how you can stop it. I'm going to stand up for your right to say what you're going to say. But if you're saying, "Hey, buddy, you're in a position to do what I can't do," we but we all hate the darkies. Why don't you go kill some? I can't do it. I've got kids. You're just a kid yourself. You got your whole life ahead of you. You'll get out. I mean, and, and they, they buy into this crap and they become soldiers of, of, of hatred, satanic influences. Yeah, well, if I might respond, Mr. Stiles. Please. Um, you have to consider going back not too far. I guess the 80s, 90s, we had you know the famous book, The Turner Diaries, right? Yeah. How many violent incidences did that one inspire? A bunch. The Oklahoma City bombing. Um, Columbine, possibly. Columbine, possibly, maybe, yeah. Certainly Oklahoma City. Definitely Oklahoma City, yeah. I mean, that had a body count beyond anything we've seen recently, and that's a good thing uh, that we haven't seen that again recently, I should say. Uh, So you can't really curb that. You can't take the Turner Diaries and say, well, you know, that's an illegal book now. You you can't do that because that's not how the law works. The, The idea that the founders had at the beginning of the country uh, is that freedom is inherently dangerous. And I know people get angry when I say that, but it, it is the truth. Freedom is inherently dangerous. The issue arises when you have a society, which we do, that uh, does not properly treat mental health issues. And in fact, I would say generates mental health issues with the structure of society, because you have so many uh, kids who don't fit into the public school system, are deeply anxious and depressed, which is not an issue that we had in the past, but suddenly do now, uh, and are on billions of different medications for ADD, ADHD, and depression, which only treat the symptoms of these issues and further increase psychosis, which That's makes true. them more likely to commit these well, acts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt just for a second sure. and say, A, the Everybody's Got One segment is brought to you by People's Home Equity. <laughs> Get pre-approved, save time, money, stress, and worry by calling Bruce Dodd or Trevor Glass at 591-9801, chatmortgage.com, two Ts. Thank you very much. And I, just jump in there and say, I mean, just the thing is, everybody has been complaining since I've been in talk radio, 92. I said, you know, the, the, the two things here locally that generated so many calls and so much controversy that I didn't see coming, hospitals and education, mm-hmm. hospitals and schools. I, I really, I thought it was going to be more, you know, culture war issues. I yeah. didn't know schools were going to become the front line in culture wars. And it's been that way for a long time. And people have decried 
getting away from the basics and teaching fluff and frippery and all this other stuff and curriculum. But the fact is, the kids that are graduating high school today are so much smarter than the kids that were graduating high school when I was in school. But what they're poor in is life experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because they, 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 if they are the least bit honest, they'll say that they have fallen into this pattern of communicating almost exclusively digitally. That and they correct. literally, I'm not going to be the old curmudgeon that says, get out and climb a tree, get out and skin your knee, you know, riding a bike and trying to, you know, do an evil Knievel jump over something. I'll say you know, it, I do. They have no but, social skills. I mean, but yeah. they really are, right. they may be, have higher IQs, they may be better, more well-rounded citizens because of the information that is available to them that they can utilize in their own education and through a curriculum that's, you know, endorses it but they don't have any real life experience. And so they are naive. They're babes in the woods mm -hmm. walking deeper into the woods every well, day. I was actually, it's funny you mentioned this. I was just talking about this with my sister the other day who's, who's 22. So she's in sort of the, the generation after mine. Uh, and we were talking about how kids today are really, really smart and they have a lot going for them. But there's two, in my opinion, key issues that, that hinders them. Number one, they think they're smarter than they actually are, which is quite smart. That's true. And number two, <laughs> they don't know how to use their intelligence. Intelligence is a tool just like anything else. Uh, and they don't seem to know how to use it. Instead of using intelligence to be good at things, they use it to be uh, ingrained in some bizarre internet subculture. <laughs> they think they know everything. They think they know everything. And I yeah, get but that's it not unique to the last couple of generations. It's not. Every not at all. young person. I know. Right, but they do know more. That's the thing is they that do they, know more. Take the know-it-all teenager from the '90s, yeah, and now and give them it. and now give them access to all the information. Every in bit the of world. information in the pl on the <laughs> in planet, the planet. In history. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's their own fault if they're if they're if they don't emerge smarter. And right. they're self-righteous about it. Extremely. Uh, but I mean, I mean, just literally, I mean, just the work ethic that America has today. I mean, from the easiest job possible, a tourist destination for the summer, a summer job. They can't get podcasting. It, you know places like I mean my God Martha's Vineyard they can't get anybody to work a summer job because no lifeguards here locally the toughest job you can possibly imagine the Forest Service is looking for firefighters I mean what you know smoke eaters mm -hmm. smoke jumpers they're looking for people who are going to go out and fight these hellish blazes they're going to hire seventeen thousand people this week they have look at this they have almost five billion dollars to spend. You could make a killing if you stay alive. Here's the but, thing, I mean, though. But, I mean, nobody if wants to do anything. Alive. Nobody <laughs> wants to do anything. But, Jeff, you're missing something. It's the mentality. People my age and younger don't see the value in this. We don't see the point. Why would I go to work at McDonald's? How did we become Why? a nation of nihilists? There's no point. There's That's no what I'm future. Saying. That's There's what no I'm hope. saying. Come on, Johnny Rodden. What the hell happened? All God right. save the queen. Duh moment. Guardian Investment Advisors. They care, they're committed, they're kind, and they will always be willing to talk to you about your investments. 710-9199. They have their own podcast, Gary Thurman, Todd McIntosh. We appreciate Guardian Investment Advisors, all of our sponsors here. And I'm just going to slide right in. Yeah. Dark MAGA. Now the, oh my the, the, gosh. For heaven's sake. the hot what phrase. What a nightmare. You've, you've all seen it, and it's now <laughs> it now has the name, and it's got hashtag, hashtags are stupid, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, Dark MAGA. It's the picture of Trump. And he's got his, his red face. He's got this ochre background. He's shooting laser beams out of his eyes. Uh -huh. This is now the exclusively way right, far, ragged edge um, MAGA folks who don't want 
you know, Trump to just be in re- reinstated, don't want the stop the steal thing to come to fruition. They want Trump to come back to power and spend every waking second and minute and hour of his day seeking vengeance against those who deny yeah, him. Yeah, full revenge mode. Yeah, full they, they revenge don't, mode. They're the, the, the Taylor Ta- Greens, yes. the uh, bimbo yes. Burts, they're not yes. even being quiet about it. No, no, no. They're, they're Did you see the Marjorie it. Taylor Greene yes. proposed? Yes. Nope. All red? Yes. No. Her yes. whole thing was Didn't red with laser beams coming yeah. out of her eyes I don't follow. Well. I wouldn't see it. I don't follow well, it. Well, it was the, in the article. As the ancient Chinese <laughs> saying, when you're seeking revenge, dig two graves. Yeah, because uh, you're going to be going there as well. And any enlightened movement on the planet ever has said, you have got to be willing to forgive and move on or you will be dragged down by your own baggage. I ch- have, check I it have out. read more reasonable posts from Inspire magazine, the Taliban's official magazine. Yes. Former deputy CIA director Cash Patel has written a children's book, a children's book called The Plot Against the King, <laughs> featuring... King Donald versus his arch enemy nemesis, oh, Hillary Quinton. <laughs> I forgot about Hillary Quinton. I yes. forgot she existed. And, yeah, and remember Trump and Hillary the same, right? <laughs> the the yeah. whole the whole thing is based on the Steele dossier, which has already been <laughs> oh revealed gosh. to be complete balderdash, which launched the RussiaGate investigation yeah. involving the Ukraine. And it's a children's book. So when 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 this comes across into your kid's middle school, where your local <laughs> Republican-controlled book police ban this because it is way too advanced a thing to be teaching kids who are 8 to 12 years old. I can't wait I for doubt my, it. Uh, You'll love it. I can't you? wait for my, uh, my 12-year-old kid to come home from school and go, Dad, I just read the Steele dossier. And I'm like, what the... <laughs> Yeah, it was written by a hedgehog. <laughs> uh, what are you doing in the community calendar segment of the show? And Pim uh, Jin, I'm getting the hell away from you people. A list. Yeah, I have a bit. I have a bit. Tonight, Mammoth WVH. Tonight at the Signal. It's pronounced Ox, Jen. No, it's not. At 8 p.m., it's $25 plus to get in the door. The WVH stands for Wolfgang Van Halen son of the late Eddie Van Halen, promoting his self-titled 2021 debut album. He's supposedly very good. If you like that sort of thing. Uh, Wednesday, Invasive Species Intro Walk is happening at Reflection Riding. Uh, $5 plus will get you there. And that's happening from 9 to 11 a.m. This is Privet. Kill it. And specialist, there is a specialist, Byron Brooks, who will lead the walk uh, that takes a closer look at invasive species that are common in this area. You know, they've declared the Bradford pear to be an invasive species yeah, now, and well, they're advising everybody to tear them down. I don't care. I like them, but I hate privet. I plan to be a Bradford pear when I die. <laughs> I, uh, Either I've, that or maybe an, o- an ocean I've been doing death. a bit of yard work. I'll, I'll be fast. An ocean burial. I've been doing a bit of yard work, <laughs> and I've determined that privet was put here by Lucifer. Oh, there's no oh, doubt. Okay. I there's hate no doubt. It's I, I live in a jungle that constantly encroaches on me. If I turn around, it sneaks up 14 feet and gets that much closer to me. As I sleep at night, I hear the my, tendrils coming. And Privet is the bastard of them all. My neighbors think I'm crazy because I dig it up and I go, get back, devil, get back to the depths. <laughs> you can't do it. Wednesday night is open night, uh, open mic night at the Comedy Catch. Who's Mike? Seven thirty p.m. Seven dollars. <laughs> Check Open out fresh up. local and regional comedy acts. J Fest is happening this Saturday at Tennessee River Park. Talk 30, about a Final case for Jesus. And uh, <laughs> you already spoiled this one, but uh, May twenty second is the Ironman Championship Triathlon. 
I won't be competing this year. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that year we were going to compete? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm never going to compete. Did you hear the story compete. about the, 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 the parents who let their six-year-old compete no. in a 23-mile Ma- mar- marathon. He wow. needed, he needed Six to get years the, old. He needed to spend that energy so he could sleep. And that young man's name was Clark Kent. Yes. <laughs> At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. And every pimp has their corner, and Pimp Jen <laughs> called that because she sells our butts collectively on the streets, the mean, hard scrabble streets of Chattanooga every day. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial footwear and PPE needs at Chattanooga Safety Products. I'm doing something a little different on my corner this this uh, Tuesday, your Wednesday. Option. Your prerogative. It's Wednesday, right? No, it is Tuesday. It's Tuesday, Jen. Okay, it's Tuesday. Jan. Uh, there are tons of Tripping. things that unite us no matter what corner of the globe we live in. Oh. Like forgetting if you lock the door immediately after doing so. Yep. At the same time, the closer you look, the more you realize that everyone has their own quirks. All of that individual quirkiness, uniqueness, and weirdness adds up to everyone else's until you zoom out and you realize that it becomes part of a country's culture heritage and traditions so here are some that i found from around the world that that are different sure in germany you must follow the rules period oh that's everybody knows that about german in culture. belgium uh they didn't have a government for over a year and it went surprisingly better than they expected <laughs> United Kingdom has an annual chasing cheese down a hill competition. I know. I've yep. actually what seen is that. that. It's their wheels, the wheels of cheese. Yeah. They make cheese in great big wheels. And they throw them down a the hill they actually, and they chase yeah, them? Yes, it became a thing at some point where somebody let a wheel get away from them and took off chasing it. Okay. And people thought it was funny, and now they emulate it every single year. Uh, in champions. New Zealand, it's normal to be barefoot in public, in the mall, the supermarket. It is in Tennessee. Fast food places, etc. It's even normal for kids to go to primary school barefoot. The Kiwis recognize how unusual this is and consider it a point of national pride. No shoes, no problem. <laughs> it's not like everyone is doing it, but it's a noticeable minority, and many are seen on a daily basis, even in the winter. I don't need my shoes. In Thailand, they have a week-long nationwide water fight. Do you know that one? I actually have seen footage of it. Well, I've also seen the tomato fights in uh, well, Spain. Well, yeah. Remember, the, this is the country that's going to have every single household has to have a pot plant. So, <laughs> Not much fighting going on there. Australia has four farms larger than the state of Connecticut. The largest farm is larger than Israel. 44 of them are larger than Delaware. And this is still more than three times the size of the largest ranch in the U.S., which is the uh, Wagoner Ponderosa Ranch in Nexus. Okay. In Nexus. In, in Texas. Texas. Oh, I was going to say, where's Nexus? In Texas. <laughs> it's at the intersection. Here's something interesting. <laughs> Texas <and> Nevada. <laughs> in Cuba, classical ballet is a popular art form, not in a bourgeois sense. The crowd that comes to the theater is not what you would expect in any other country. The audience cheer at the ballet dancers and if it were as if it were a sport. In particular, the classical choreography of Swan Lake, there's a point where the 
Black Swan does about 30 fouettes. If you don't know what a fouette is, it's where they spin around repeatedly, you know, 30 of them. The Black Swan is so much more interesting than the White Swan. That's only because you saw the movie. Anyway, the crowd counts them out by by yelling the number (laughs) after each one during the performance. So it's, it's kind of a sport there. Interesting. There are more sheep than people in uh, Furo in the Furo Islands. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've in, in Italy, drivers magically get together when a cop is nearby. Fellow drivers want to when will alert you so that you won't get a ticket. Panic <laughs> headlights flashing, low-key honks and nudges from bystanders when you park in a risky spot. We do that around here. Yeah. We do. I do. Not quite as aggressive as they do it there. Well. In Spain, olive oil is very inexpensive. Eating incredibly late is the norm. Lunch is more or less one to three, and dinner is nine to ten. That's why there are such there are so many snacks in between their meals. That's how I eat mostly. <laughs> in Luxembourg, people speak four to five languages fluently. Mm-hmm. In Colombia, hot chocolate is served with slices of salted cheese in it. Gross. That's hey. nasty. And uh, here's the last one. In Iceland, they have a music festival held inside a glacier yep. and deep inside a volcano. Tickets are a million dollars. Fire and ice. And here's what got me. Their headliner is Slayer. Yeah, they love metal over there. <laughs> In a volcano? That's exactly where they need to be. Yeah, that's awesome. I would go see that. Yeah, and Satanist. I have one more thing if we have time. We do have time because it's it, we're, we're good. Um, I found this on Facebook, and this is a post that somebody wrote. Yoga Barbie is at Target on the shelf. Satan always comes as as appearing innocent. He will never come with horns and a pitchfork. This Barbie has five guided meditations. Remember, yoga is Hinduism. No, it isn't. No, it's not. Um, you cannot separate the poses from the religion. Each pose is designed to invoke a Hindu deity... In the spirit realm. You know, Pilates is inherently Athenian. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've seen children get possessed by demons. This Barbie also teaches you deep breathing. Oh, no. <laughs> Her pet is also involved. Satan is after the children. He wants to use them and Who indoctrinate them for his glory. Then, when he's done, he'll destroy them. As your kids grow, they will get rebellious, depressed, and many will be suicidal. That's not because of the you yoga. You won't understand that what's happening as a parent. God forbids all practices of Eastern religion as a Christian. You must remove all toys and clean your children's room of all demonic attachments. Well, God does forbid all uh, Eastern religions because, yeah, but... Um Yoga is not transcendental one of meditation, and yoga is not it's Eastern not religion. No, yeah, you and know transcendental what? meditation who said, who is said wonderful. That crap? I, I don't know. Just Jerry a Falwell. random person. I brought it up last week. Yoga Barbie. And, yeah, and, and, I know you did. And and that, that's and why the other people are lashing out at it. But yeah, it's crazy. My, you know what else will bring on deep breathing? Running. Yeah. Running a marathon. <laughs> Ask that, that, that six-year-old kid <laughs> that just ran the 23 miles to see if he was deep breathing. I guarantee you he I'm was. I'm just picturing like some swimming, some boomer like picking up the uh, yoga barbie and going, there's got to be something wrong with this. <laughs> My God. They're much uh, more bendy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Russell the Love Muscle gets to flex, and this is his time. Have it. Well, I'm a little bit conflicted. I wrote this when I was angry. Um, <laughs> read it, read it, read it. All right, so I'm going to go all Johnny Rotten on you. <laughs> okay. And um, just uh, keep in mind, I love everybody. 
Okay. Yeah, sure. That having been said, here we go. <laughs> the problem with politics today in America is that there isn't enough division. That might sound crazy, but hear me out for a second. I'm reading this like a Dr. Seuss book. Okay. We, we, have been, uh, we have quite a lot of division in the United States today, but most of it is social, not really political. What I mean by that is you take a diehard Democrat like, say, Nancy Pelosi and a diehard Republican like Mitch McConnell, both educated, both relatively reasonable people, they would agree on almost everything regarding government structure and day-to-day -day runnings. They would both agree that the government should fund education. They both agree that they should fund a standing army. We should send billions of dollars in foreign aid, even to already developed countries. And we should fight terrorism overseas. Federal law trumps state law. And politicians should be allowed to accept campaign donations from special interest groups. That a central bank is necessary. And that congressmen should be allowed to trade stocks. Nancy Pelosi. The list goes on. The differences are far less political than they are social. So we end up with two people fighting over which way to screw a pooch. At the start of this country, people didn't even agree on whether or not we should have a daggum constitution or a Supreme Court. The idea that these things are permanent and necessary only exists because the two parties need that notion in order to survive. Democrats and Republicans won't do jack about the topics they campaign on, like guns and abortion, because they need those things to get campaign funds. Democrats and Republicans have both had supermajorities multiple times, and you know what they've used them for? Lining their own pockets in the pockets of their friends and not actually getting anything done. Ooh. This is a money-making scheme. It's a soap opera. It's professional wrestling. Well, if you don't like it, go out and vote. Hey, a-hole. I wrote it all out. Hey, a-hole. I don't like both parties. I don't like the irreversible trajectory of totalitarianism we're on. Sorry, but voting for Democrat A or Republican B ain't going to fix my problems. Even radicals, who really aren't, like AOC, who is at least, you know, different, is nothing more than a control. Whether she knows it or not, she's a marketing tool because she's a Democrat. After the George Floyd protests in 2020, with literally millions of people protesting and thousands violently rioting, what changed? Did qualified immunity end? No. Did civil asset forfeiture end? No. Did the killings of innocents end? No. Clearly. Did we defund the police? No, because to them, your voice doesn't really matter. All that matters is that they is that you think they might possibly maybe do something, and so you keep voting for them. Americans want action by proxy. Protests are saying someone else should do something. These politicians haven't earned your vote, and they haven't earned your respect. There. Worse for me. You've mentioned screw the pooch. Yeah. I've always loved that phrase. We all have a mutual friend who reaches out for common phrases and usually warps them <laughs> to his uh, his liking. And if you're not listening very carefully, it'll go right over your head. <laughs> and and one time I was sitting there listening to him talk on the phone to a very New Yorkish New Yorker person. And uh, she said, well, how are things going down there? He said, oh, just sitting around fingering the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and after I choked back the the, 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 the phlegm-filled mouthful of coke that I had, I after he hung up, I said, fingering the dog. And he, yeah, you know. And I said, no, I, I don't. I don't. And one of many. I just forget I'd share that with you. All right. Oh, Mount, just humping the cat. How about you? Mountains looking at each other. And trust me, I guarantee you, she told everybody she knew, talking to this guy from Tennessee. <laughs> TheIntentionalLivingProject.com, Money Relationships, Time Thoughts. Learn from your successes and failures. Bruce Dodd does this podcast and conducts the goings-on on this website. Intentional Living, that would be like mindfulness. Mindfulness, who smacks of Eastern religion. It does. It's all a cult. It's oh all a cult. Yoga, 
Mindfulness, you know, everything that's going on today, it's all part of the plot. Pacifism. Kids, Wait a minute, Gandhi dad. was a pacifist, and Gandhi was one of them robe-wearing Hindus. We talked about uh, just earlier today the, the monopoly that the baby formula, three baby formula companies have, and, and I'm going to flash back to the conversation we had with Barry Quarter, and we were talking about Chris Thomas leaving the market, or excuse me, not the market, he's staying at the market, but the stadium down there. And my time... When I was working for Frank Burke this summer, uh, I used to work for Riverbend just a few months out of the year. Eh, actually, seven, most of the months out of the year, about seven months out of the year. And I'd take the summer when the festival's actually here off. And I always filled that space with another part-time job. For a long time, I was a copywriter for an ad agency here. And she was, her name was Emily Tidwell, and she ran the berry farm up in, in Dayton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tidwell's berry farm up there. Beautiful place. And yeah, absolutely. And she had to leave for harvest, and I would go take her gig. Um, one year came around, and they told me they were going to expand my job to year round, but they weren't able to do it that summer. Didn't take that job this time. I actually went to work for Frank Burke trying to get the, you know, stadium and the pavilion animated. And Barry said something that really brought this back to me. I ran into such a buzzsaw of non-cooperative attitudes at the time. I'm not calling any names, it's not important, but I mean, it's just what I said. They literally didn't want to do anything and they threw roadblocks at anybody who did because they just didn't want to do the work. They were making their money whether or not they actually had activities or not. And it, this, I'm not making this up. This is just actual, these are based on real life conversations and meetings I had, meeting upon meeting upon meeting. I had to go in and get the blueprints for the place. I had to just come up with what should have been on a list of frequently asked questions on a website. And so we didn't have a website. There was no, anybody who wanted to bring a, a, a show to town and look at the pavilion or the stadium had nothing to look at. Oh, man. Zero. None. Nada. Nunca. Never. Um, nothing. And one of the things that was at issue, and this is what Barry mentioned, he said there were a few contracts that were at best questionable. No, they were horrific. And I was just going to say this is the, the difference in what we used to call the Chattanooga Way. We still use that phrase, whenever something works. Whenever something works, it's because of the Chattanooga Way. Well, let me tell you, there's another side to that coin. There's when things don't work because it's the Chattanooga way. And the Chattanooga way, in a general sense, is to use private investment to leverage public investment, your public-private nonprofit partnerships, which people came from all over the world to learn how we did it. It's a perfectly good working model, but it also incorporates in it no-bid contracts and favoritism and cronyism in a huge way. And there was a group of people who were not even, they were in the vending business, but they were not in the special events business at all, but they had an ironclad codlock monopoly on concessions for anything that happened down there. If you did something in the pavilion, you had to go through them. If you wanted to do something at the stadium, you had to go through them. You had to buy beer, soft drinks, and everything through them. Food, everything through them. And it was completely feathered for their own good. It was an unworkable scenario. It's a cartel. I mean, it was. and I mean, portalettes. Anything you did, you had to do through them. And it was a deal killer. It was like it was designed to block and stop any effort to actually get anything done down there. Mm. That's the darker side to the Chattanooga Way is the, and, and, and I'll, I'll even, I'll soften up a little bit and step back and say, 
let the people who know how to get it done get it done and get out of their way. But that's not the way this one was set up. And I'm just saying, the reason it took so long to get a show like that down there, we didn't have a local star. We had Usher. But back then, in those days, Usher didn't want anything to do with Chattanooga. There were contractual questions that were very real. He was afraid to even come home because he was afraid of being served papers. But it just was it was a nightmare, and we have things like that locked into place all over this town. People come up with good ideas and have them shot down because somebody knows they're going to hit a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And there's just no use in getting on board because they know it's not going to go anywhere because somebody made that deal going in. And, you know, if, you, if you're if you out there and you're in this startup mode like we are, you will find yourselves looking at scenarios like that all the time. And there's a lot of, and this is just human nature, we do it this way because we did it this way yesterday. Mm-hmm. But these ideas of making 20-year contracts, 10-year contracts, five-year contracts, in my opinion, with somebody that isn't in the do-what's-best-for-the-community mode, there, this is a good deal for us if anybody's foolish enough to take it mode. There's way too many of them. Yeah. I agree. Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company since 1887. They've been providing all the drinking water, usable water, potable water, manufacturing water, lawn watering water, car washing water, T-shirt washing water for oh, some people. Oh, my water was clean. I just You're, washed it with a yellow blanket. And Jen's wearing a black shirt today. If she stood up and turned around, you'd think, my God, attack and of pollen. the pollen monster. <laughs> and uh, she just washed it with a fluffy yellow blanket. I did. Uh, okay, regional roundup shotgun Can I shout-outs. ask what, the, what sure papers can. Usher was scared of? He started with a boy band, uh, and the boy band, he left to go to Atlanta and pursue his own thing. And the manager of the boy band said that he still had him under contract. And he left, I mean, friends by the wayside, but he went and found his own muse. And his mom was his manager. And he did come home, but he lived in fear of being served papers by that guy. Um, and, 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 And the guy literally came on the show with me. Brian might have even been in there. That would have been about the time that we were working together. Mm-hmm. And came in and said, I have no intention of doing it. I'd just like for him to recognize us yeah. as being part of his career trajectory sure. and do something for Chattanooga. And to this day, he's still never done a show here right. of any real size. And I, I wish he I wish he could. I, I wish, wish he would, too. And Power 94 has a fantastic working relationship with him. He just never has pulled the trigger. And mm-hmm. he could, certainly could if he wanted to. Um, in the regional world disability application, we talked about folks on disability, Social Security possibly getting this big COLA bump coming up here. We have over a million people in the backlog across the country here in the state of Tennessee. The number of people seeking benefits increased by 40% last year. Wow. That could easily go into the duh category. I think we all know why. Yeah, because um, they're lazy. To, thanks to UT in Knoxville, for keeping their tuition prices level. And that's something we'll actually have to give some credit to Governor Leon because they freed up a lot of funds. Again, COVID funds that were not being used, President Biden saying use them to fight street crime and violent crime and, and hate crimes. Um, but here in this state, we decided to carve off about a $90 million chunk to put in the university system. That's and so good. tuition is not going to increase yeah. at UT. which that's, you know that's, seems like a actually pretty reasonable thing to do. Oddly enough, the hate crime issue in Tennessee not really that big you know fingers no. crossed uh chuck fleischman gets ripped in a letter to the editor in the you know opinion section from the sunday times free press if you haven't noticed yet which you'll read gleefully yeah, i'm sure yeah the uh <laughs> I, I i i could and would i'm just saying it, it essentially 
it states something I stated, you know, long ago when I finally gave up on Chuckles McFleischman, our congressman. Again, when do you see his name? When do you see his face? I've said, if you could find a hundred members of Congress who even know who he is, I'll give you a twenty-dollar <laughs> bill. I, I don't. I mean, he just has done other than the locks, which any congressman is going to have to deal with. And I know that TVA and the complex up there in Oak Ridge takes a lot of attention and time mm-hmm. away from us in Chattanooga. But where is the bacon? Where is the bacon that he's supposed to be bringing home? And this person states it in very, very astute terms. Sir, you swore an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States. You violated that by putting politics first. You voted against the verification of the Electoral College vote count. Now it's become evident you are so gullible you followed the lies dreamed up by Mark Meadows like a Shropshire sheep being led to slaughter. You were not elected to blindly do what the Republican Party dictates or believe every conspiracy theory some idiot dreams up, and it goes on from there. Uh, The rant, 25 words or fewer, and I'll squeeze this in, and we'll wrap this puppy up today. Thank you for listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Uh, This is in the Times Free Press Sunday Perspective section, which you're not going to get anymore as a subscriber. They discontinued actually doing the mailing except for to those racks that Barry Quarter mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, the the, The paper is still available at the raceway don't get there before i do and take all of them <laughs> that on signal mountain road but that, yeah, if you are used to getting your paper out of a rack chances are good that you'll still be able to get it so all the fear and loathing that was out there about the, the discontinuation of the printed page there there still will be copies available you just have to find where they are now what am i supposed to read and get angry at the supreme court does not make decisions based on your wishes the majority or popularity come on man get educated on scotus and your government come on man uh yeah <laughs> procreation requires no special talent taking responsibility by using the myriad forms and methods to prevent it is like fast food cheap and easy you don't need abortion if you use sex control or birth control sex. or safe sex Period. Don't be lazy, casual, and sloppy. Then it won't be an issue. Uh, yeah, okay. Wish, Naive person. Wish those Democrats would make up their mind. Pro-choice wants control of their own bodies, but the left wanted to mandate everybody get the vaccine. Let's recall your ancestors' rights. Hmm. 1673, 1773, 1873, 1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1973-1
cohesive statements uh, that were generally, I think, be, would be liked and agreed to by most Americans. He, he, he was profoundly not far right in his appearance at Ringgold. Um, those among us who are whining about high prices associated with the Ukraine war would not have even survived World War II rationing. Well, because we were yeah. in the war in World War II, and we are not in the war in Shouldn't Ukraine. Shouldn't the schools settle on a 10-year master plan of building, merging, closing before they keep asking for maintenance for schools that might not even be around? Three more. May is sweeps month. Look for everything on TV to be breaking news. <laughs> Too many of us have taken it upon ourselves to tell the rest of us what we should say, think, or do. And finally... I think this one actually is a. This is a point I have never heard made. A fetus is not part of the woman's body. I'll just end on that one. A fetus is not part of the woman's body. No, but it's feeding on it. It is. I think it's an interesting point. It is attached. It's an interesting point. Uh, Top of the pops, top of the mind awareness stuff. I mentioned that song lyric last week. I missed the, the days when government was hiding aliens and acting weird. Yeah. And here you go. Congress is going to hold their first hearing on UFOs since the 60s. Yeah, it was last year, that. last June, when they released yeah. all that information with right. all the video. I can't believe it's been a year. I remember talking about that at the station. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we actually all agreed on, that we were intrigued mm-hmm. by this, and there seemed to be something to it, but it's been a year. And so they're bringing a couple of defense intelligence officials to answer questions from the House Intelligence Committee's subcommittee on counterterrorism, counterintelligence, and counterproliferation. And they've got a channeler who's going to be bringing in the spirit of Art Bell. Well, oh, an, an unidentified flying object doesn't mean it's an alien. No, right? no, it's that's unab- exactly. It's an unidentified the, object in the sky. That's right. the reason. Which could be Russian it's surveillance. Going to this subcommittee on counterintelligence, so it probably should counterproliferation. Be yes, I, I guarantee it should. I mean, because whatever that thing was that our good guys with the, with the wings on their chest were all seeing with their eyes and recording on video and radar and sonar and lidar and all the dars, you know that something was out there. That was not swamp gas. They don't call them that UFOs was a, anymore. They was, call them unidentified aerial phenomena. Yes, exactly, because that's they're trying to get away from schwa. You know, the alien being <laughs> with the long probing fingers. Well, Bob Lazar like was there in Area Fifty One. He saw it all. And uh, that's it. Um. Um. Uh, I I couldn't help but notice this one. We'll go ahead and end on a religious note, too. Uh, Pope rallies from knee pain to proclaim ten new saints. All right, so you have to be what? able to perform a miracle to be a saint, right? Right. So we have two, ten new miracle performers, and the Pope himself and all of his surroundings in the Vatican can't get a little knee pain fixed? <laughs> Come on now. I mean, <laughs> he can't do some omnis winkus and throw that little smiter with the holy water in it and sprinkle on it and do some miraculous stuff and make that knee pain go away. He hobbles up on a bad oh knee goodness. and goes over, here, this person raised the dead. This can't person you, uh, turned water into wine. My knee hurts. Hey, my knee is killing me. Oh, Can't you take some ibuprofen <laughs> with some holy water? Oh, geez. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Uh, <laughs> I just said uh, Damn it. I mean, uh, darn. I mean, uh, the church is funny. <laughs> the church is funny sometimes. Yeah. The church. Yeah. That one, one way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And not funny. Ha ha. Sometimes. All right. Thanks, guys. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Appreciate y'all listening and continue to spread the word. Hopefully this thing all comes together and is actually in your ear holes and not just us <laughs> performing non-miracles. All right. <laughs>